0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband is I are Abby. in shock. I'm extremely We're upset. My son got married a year ago. I didn't see a woman here at this point. She thinks way too much of her son. She had to get married. Dear
1: Pod. have you ever had an anxiety dream where you're like back in school and you don't know what class you're supposed to go to next? All the time. It's making my chest tighten. Go ahead.
0: So it seemed like it progressed. Like I re- I can remember like kindergarten through second grade, you know, I was small, blonde with a small, like a small, uh, s- uh, small, well, yeah, I was in second grade.
1: Well,
0: um, like I had, a, I had, a. Speech impediment and I had a hard time learning. But yet, you know, still wearing I was still like rocking a polo shirt and oh, a green yeah. blazer. You know, like
1: Minnie like, James Peter right, right.
0: Yes. Yeah. I knew it like I loved the sm- I loved art. I loved the taste of paste.
1: <laughs> well, who didn't?
0: I mean, right when you
1: make it smell that delicious, me, I was a rubber glue girl. One hundred percent. You would catch me sniffing that stuff still this day. Huh. Wasn't a paste eater. I was a rubber goose smeller.
0: Glue. Is it the one with the rubber tip? Right.
1: Yeah. It, it comes in the brown jar. Yes. And you unscrew. I feel like we've talked about this I think we did. For what's wrong with us. Some people have antidepressants, but I just sniff glue.
0: Yeah. Mm. So then when we transferred into the other building, which was like newer, bigger windows, seemed okay. Mm-hmm. It, was an, it was an advanced building, it seemed like. Oh. But not really. Um, they're still, you know, that's, I think that's when we just, we had, we had two girls in class who would, um, draw pictures of Cabbage Patch kids very well. Oh. And it was a, it was a big thing, the Cabbage Patch. Also like Cindy Lauper, Culture Club, like all that was coming out. So we're all like, you know, we've got buttons and we were very excited. Then all of a sudden, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade happens in the center building. So now you're like in the, you're grown up. And you're in this building
1: now. And I'm picturing the high school from "Lean on Me," but it's a like in the middle like, of a...
0: <laughs> it was a little bit like what happened to like eat, and also either the other two schools, buildings, whatever, were bright, cheerful, mm-hmm. and this one seemed so repressive. And it was like just like the teachers were, like, <laughs> they were like they've been there for like a hundred years. They didn't want us, and then uh, then budget cuts, So then we got. Our fucking weird-ass gym teacher teaching us things. Like, fights were breaking out. We're like, we're in Why did grade. all
1: of a sudden you go through the swinging doors and it's like, Welcome to the Janko! <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna die yeah. i just like, need to go and get to yeah. math
0: i'm sorry i don't know hey we're like she's in a plaid skirt i've got my navy sweater on and my yellow shirt somebody's got a nose ring and we're like what is ha- like what has happened here but we were like we're on this text chain back and <laughs> were forth. people
1: like tagging the lockers was there graffiti <clears> in- no we
0: didn't have lockers we had cloak rooms so you can get beat up in your cloak room.
1: oh my god harry potter <clears> you <throat> had something called a cloak room correct a cloakroom. Cloakroom. Well you, well, I mean, clearly you went to school in eighteen nineties.
0: Well, this must have England. been a very old building. But yeah. It was you know, none I don't think any one of them were air conditioned.
1: Ew, so, so that's lawless. Your junk is just hanging out there for anyone to grab. Correct. Correct. You're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the eighth grade. It, you got fun and
0: games. <laughs> we were talking. We were just like going back and forth, just like, like reliving like really funny things, and then all of a sudden, ooh, that wasn't so good. Like just like kind of brutally painful. Like
1: when it went rogue.
0: Was, like when we were both like kind of bullied, and like people just weren't great. And then, of course, then after that, I googled people and like. <laughs> You look like shit. You look fucking (laughs) terrible. Oh, you're still there? Oh, that's sad.
1: Try to Google. See if any of these people have an OnlyFans page. That's going to be a next level.
0: There's no way any of these people. Well, it depends. There's something for
1: everybody. Well, that's true. Yeah. There's a category for everyone on OnlyFans.
0: I guess you're right. There is. I guess you're right.
1: It's the most inclusive of all the websites.
0: Well, then it got me to thinking after that, speaking of inclusivity. So, this month is Pride month.
1: Pride. All.
0: <clears throat> and I was The
1: most uh, fun month in the village. <laughs> in the village. Seriously.
0: Catching. <laughs> um what, what else I find so fascinating is the hypocrisy within the the gay community and this is no way to start out a pride but
1: oh, I just find it so funny
0: because, you know, we're we're all supposed to be, here's our rainbow and we're going to fight against Chick-fil-A and we're going to fight against AT&T because they're, you know, profiting off of this fucking rainbow bullshit that they want us all to buy. Yeah. And, um.
1: Well, and- let's be real. The rainbow bullshit is for Coachella girls to, for, for, to be like, me out unity Instagram pictures.
0: Right. Right. Yes. Which I read about something with the, the Instagram pride stuff. Oh yeah. Which is fucking gross anyway. Uh-huh. Um, for people who aren't gay. Um, but. There is, like, you know, we're all like LGBTQIA, and, you know, we're all inclusive, and we, you know, we have, you know, we're accepting for all these things. It, it's like this very blanket thing. And then there's another part of the gay community uh-huh. where they're like, and not so fast xyz you know it's like, yeah. that's they're the like,
1: xyz you know, they're like you know it's like
0: the people that are in uh, throuples for you who, people who are in throuples or open relationships or um uh or i don't know the, i don't know like married with a boyfriend or something like that i just find it so funny because i was i follow a bunch of these um instagrammers and well, it's that's like, your first problem. they're so like they're so proud about like all their friends and all the stuff. And then it gets to this point where it gets like to this like judgmental part. Of course it does. And I'm like, no, let me get this straight. You we have now cast our net and we're accepting of everyone that does anything. Uh-huh. You know, you can't make fun of someone who likes fisting because that's something that people do.
1: Mm.
0: Right? I can. I, mean, <laughs> I- you know, like you're you're <laughs> and you instantly
1: know. not an ally.
0: Right. If you want to have like uh if you want to date 100 people, that's great. We're now open to your sexuality. We cannot sex shame you, blah blah. blah. And but there's all come there's, like there's a small contingency where like, but we can still we could still fucking shame the shit out of these people.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's the least inclusive all-inclusive gathering. Right. Yeah. I love
0: the hypocrisy. It's like, we love everybody, and then you go to Except a gay pride for you. and you're like, "Oh, is that when you're going to wear to pride?" It's like, "Listen. <laughs> Listen. Accept
1: your body for how it
0: is. It's like gay. Throw up for the next month. You've made it out of St. Giles. You've made it out of Fenwick High School. You made it to your twenties. You didn't fucking kill yourself. Yeah. You shed all your your shame weight. And you've gone to every fucking therapist. You're like, now I'm accepting myself that I'm gay. And then they're like, hmm.
1: Are your nipples that and then all of a
0: sudden it's (laughs) like Steve Rubell is right there to welcome you at the gay door and like, is that what you're gonna wear, honey? Yeah, yeah. What?
1: Everybody's a judgy bitch. That's the thing. Is it, all movements start out with a good intention and turn yeah. into bowel movements somewhere well, along the I way. Well, I
0: think it has like it's blossomed into this thing where like everyone is marketing to us. You know, everyone wants to get you know they can they can raise their margin in this month by putting a rainbow on anything. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: And um, we're all like we're all like super happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I, not although, to bring
1: the room down, guys. But I do but... think that
0: every year, I, in the last like five years, and I think it has a lot to do with the strength within my marriage and um, uh, uh, therapy. Ah, that the last like the bar, yeah, the okay. bar that I used to work at. I think it's the last four to five years where, when Pride rolls around, I'm like, oh, now I get it. I used to hate it because i hated myself i hated being gay mm-hmm. um i didn't fit in again it's like i never fit in and then i got gay <laughs> i got the gay <laughs> i ate the gay cereal next day. i mean why are they marketing where it where can i get, get that whole foods <laughs> uh, right and then i um uh i just kind of like after like you know being so introspective of it all you're like oh okay i don't have to like i think maybe it's because when i was i turned 40 that it's like i don't I don't have to, I don't have to care anymore oh, about yeah. all this stuff. And I mean, what's the
1: benefit of aging if you if you can not give less of a shit to Well,
0: also like with the education, it's like when you you know I think because of Marcus and um, he's so like this you know quest for learning everything and just like the gay history and the um, the New York gay history of you know people that fought for us and uh, the establishments that we go to and whatever it's just you do get an overwhelming sense of pride not just like with the huge pride parade because yeah that's wonderful but that there's there's it gets empty it's like coachella it gets emptier and emptier because the meaning is so watered down
1: oh of course yeah you're Um, doing it for pictures you're doing it for the gram right but what you're saying is that this month is the first month you have actual pride
0: oh this i think the last two or three okay for sure.
1: I wonder if it's also because the zeitgeist is so much more accepting of everything now. Like this was not the case mm-hmm. with us growing up. And it's like you see I mean I I can't really speak to it because I'm not a gay man. I play one on TV. Natural. But you know, I just feel like Everything is so much more out there and accepting, and you see it more on TV, and you know the the show Transparent and all of and Drag Race and what that's done, and as far as just like like visibility, mm-hmm. the visibility is much more extensive than mm-hmm. it was even five years ago. Yeah. So I think the more normal normalizing that like society is getting with it and maybe again it's us living in a liberal bubble it's really tough to tell when you leave the city it's it's not the same thing
0: well also being in the city when you have tourists and it's kind of like okay you can snicker all you want but you're in my fucking backyard
1: yeah welcome to my territory bitch yeah
0: try jaywalking
1: hope you brought some moose your Mm -hmm. hair looks terrible (laughs) Uh, let's welcome so we get this crap out of the way so we can really talk pride, baby! Okay. This is your, this is your time. It's your time down here.
0: But you're an ally, so it's your time as well. Really, I'm... And your gay husband. I am the gay, I know, he's the
1: biggest ally of them all. Yeah. Talk about fisting. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, uh, Chris Hardwick. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I'm Alexandra Billions.
1: Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
0: Hey, listen up. I want all of you to say hello to the Simpsons. Hello? hello. <gasps> Has the whole world gone insane? Stand still. There's a spark in your hair. Get it. Get it. Get it. Mm-hmm. Hot stuff coming through. Ah! Dad, why did you bring me to a gay steel mill? I don't know. This is a nightmare! You're all sick! Oh, be nice! (laughs) Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay! (laughs) Oh, my God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. (laughs) What?
1: The fuck? You've never seen that? You've never seen that Simpsons episode? Isn't it of- that he's afraid Bart is gay? So he brings him to what he thinks is the most masculine place in the world to like man him up and he brings him to a steel mill and it turns out to be like a gay steel mill that turns into a, like Twilo after six. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Well, this week, like all weeks, we're turning into something else. We're turning into Anne Landis and Dear Abby. That's right. We are pulling out the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're patting them down. We're we're hammering them with a meat mallet until they're nice and tender, and then we're dipping them in a flour-egg-flour-panko-crumb combination before putting them in the frying pan and serving them to you, dear listeners! So what? What? Oh, God, what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias, at Dear Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face place. <gasps> we have a website, did you know that? Dearpartofficial.com, where you can binge every last episode, over 100, over two years of quality comedy content just Indeed. waiting to be imbibed by you. So drink us in.
0: Take it all in.
1: Oh, take it in and then email One episode us. will at you a time. Oh, gently. Oh, God. Can oh, you Take it two at a time. time. Do it... whatever you want.
0: Can you get Aiden right I'm now? not
1: judging you. Take There's no breath. judgment oh, here. No. And when you're 10. done taking us in, email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Tell us how <laughs> Tell us how Please give me some feedback. Eyes on
0: me. Oh, eyes on I have something me. I tell eyes you about that,
1: which is very entertaining.
0: No eyes, no teeth. No eyes, no, no, eyes, teeth. no teeth.
1: No fruit. No fruit.
0: vakasoro no fruit. Uh, no eyes, no teeth, bitch.
1: And finally, our Patreon page. If, that, if us harassing you online... Doesn't make you want to give us money, then I don't know what does. Patreon.com slash DearPod Official. That's right. For three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber. And that's really all I have to say oh. about that. That's you get extra little tidbits. Speaking of Patreon subscribers and the tidbits that you receive, one of the pluses is that you get a special birthday shout out on your day of birth from us, Anna and Abby. So this shout out, this birthday shout out is going on to Patreon member James Donegan. Happy birthday, you son of a bitch.
0: Happy birthday,
1: I hope Grace. you drink yourself, stupid, and then eat some cake. Though I don't think that this Patreon subscriber eats cake because he has a seven or eight pack. Yes, you could grate cheese off of his abs. What? I know. I just, I know. This is what happens when yeah, you lightly stalk more. somebody.
0: I'm going to need to take more Adderall.
1: Speaking of lightly stalking somebody, uh, I was trying to update all my social everything. I'm trying okay. to create a link tree. I'm right. trying to get with the kids, trying to learn the headliner app and all this crap.
0: I see that you've been experimenting. I've
1: been I've been dabbling a bit in the um, technological arts. Sure. And fisting, <laughs> which basically, to me, it's the same social media and trying to learn it and figure it out is more painful than fisting. Mm. I don't enjoy doing it, but you have fisting? to sort of... Now we're in a gray area. Okay. Set the scene. Well, in the candles.
0: area. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> you're going to need to light it's, it's a candle. It's a brown area. I suggest gonna... lighting a lot of candles.
1: Clean linen. Scented. <laughs> There's not enough Yankee candle clean linen in this world. I suggest
0: not uh, lighting a tobacco candle.
1: I do suggest picking a god to pray to <laughs> a moment before. So uh, I... W- Anyone will do. uh, I'm looking at YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, which is very sad, admittedly. But uh, on it, I have the clip of me doing Emo Phillips next to Emo Phillips at the Boston Comedy Festival. Let's be clear. I am recreating an Emo Phillips bit standing next to Emo Phillips, and some guy comments underneath it, this is annoying. If I want to see Emo do something, I don't want to see it done by a lady. (laughs) Which, of course, (laughs) I'm like, oh, first of all, his name is Grant. I memorized it. But I didn't realize that other people had commented underneath it because I'm not following this. Mm -hmm. Also, this is a clip from four years ago. I love when people, like, this falls into their lap years later. And for some reason, I'm like, what are you Googling Emo Phillips? How many people out there are looking for this? But I looked underneath, and there's two other comments of people who enjoy me. So, suck it, Grant, because Herpes Lip and Sticky Juice enjoy my performance more than you do. <laughs> sticky Juice even said I was cute. So, suck it. Or at least I was cute at 48 seconds in. He gave a timestamp. <laughs> so, blow me, Grant, if you're out there and you're listening.
0: So, Sticky Juice and Herpes, herpes Lip. lip.
1: love a username at least least
0: they're not hiding behind a name like grant
1: and then there was another girl named like claire who was like this is fun (laughs) (laughs) look herpes lip sticky juice and claire these are my people grant not your can take a long walk off a short pier not my people grant is not my people he thought i was annoying i know it's almost as good as when i i did an impression of is it kim novak Yes. Who I didn't know who she was. And she was at the um, Academy, Academy Awards. awards. This is like years ago. And she was hammered. And she couldn't. <laughs> Nothing is funnier than me than somebody who's drunk at an awards ceremony. I think it's so much fun. And she was out of her mind. And the guy was just trying to get the business done. It's like, oh, here are the nominees for best documentary feature. And they gave them something like weird way down. It was like the best lighting in uh, a, a single shot uh, feature film. Yeah, exactly. It was like a subreddit. And all he wants to do is read the the people who were nominated. And she kept interrupting him. She's like, yes, nominees. (laughs) This is lovely. So happy to be here. Nobody's let me out of my house since 1978. Nominees. And that's all the video is. And somebody... Read me for filth in French. I offended someone so bad in France for my Kim Novak impression four years after I did it, and of course I translated it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. But
1: the best part is, you see, it's like all in French, 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 and then in capital letters, Kim Novak. So it's like je ne peux pas le faire. of Kim Novak? was And the Chateau Soulages. It was basically like, this stupid fool, how dare you make fun of Kim Novak? She is a queen. It was like, it went on about this person. It might have actually been Kim Novak.
0: Could have been. Yeah. I don't know if she lives in this country.
1: Je ne peux pas le français.
0: Yes.
1: I françaised once. (laughs) You (laughs) don't (laughs) français. I think she wrote about that after.
0: I think she wrote about her.
1: My impression of her. Yeah. I
0: mean, <laughs> oh, now that. She, she goes by Herpes Lip.
1: But Grand, <laughs> she's it was. I'm sorry, it wasn't sticky juice. It was sticky nut juice. Now
0: <laughs> Oh wow! You're really. Great I case am for a hit with sticky. I'm sticky um, nut I- juice. I need to come clean and say that I am Sticky Nut Juice. I want
1: this girl to know I'm offended, but I don't want her to know it's me. Sticky Nut Juice says, Kim Novak! <laughs> 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 <That's so> stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, I that's am dumb. very excited for this week's topic. This week we're celebrating Pride! Gay Pride! It's Pride Month here. And everywhere, isn't it? There's no countries that celebrate Pride in a different... Month? Yeah. Why I think know? June is kind of universally known as Pride Month.
0: I don't know. I've noticed in the Peloton that everyone is...
1: Oh, there's rainbows everywhere. everywhere. Coming out of people's asses, noses. We got a lot of rainbows.
0: Yes. Uh, my mother didn't know little... what it was. What a this rainbow was? was
1: years, years ago. I remember her. I was like in college and... The bumper stickers were, like, just coming out. The rainbow bumper stickers. And she wanted to get one. And she was like, these rainbow bumper stickers are so cute. I think I'm going to get one for the Geo prism. And, I, and and she didn't know what it was. She didn't know that it was. And I was like, if you're gay, go for it. Yeah, She's Mom, like, I mean, if you what do you something. mean? And then she,
0: We already know about Dad and his leather This fetish. pink
1: triangle goes with this. This is lovely. I put one over my pockets I my know. Shirt. Different. What is the origin of the rainbow flag? Let's go back.
0: Um, yes.
1: So the left side is white, pink, blue, brown, black. What what does that symbolize? Um, I don't really know. I've never done any sort of look. I just know that like we're adding on letters, so we're adding on colors.
0: So the hot pink represents sex, turquoise, magic, oh. art, red is life, violet spirit, orange healing, yellow sunlight, green is nature. The addition of the other colors are our black, brown community and transgender community.
1: Oh. Oh, just are, the, the, <clears throat> the, it's the black, brown, blue, pink, white.
0: Yes, because they've, um, we, I don't think initially that was, they didn't feel Accounted that, for. That the flag was inclusive of everything else because this was like just LGBT, I think, yeah. just gay and lesbian. So then there are these other, um, groups that just yeah. didn't, didn't feel represented so we're you know like everything it should evolve anyway yeah um so the flag is what it is with the um i guess the triangle insert to the left of the flag
1: oh, yes yes thank you patrick <coughs> for that historic breakdown wait well, what was the know. origination of the i feel like you had a story about why the rainbow flag existed to begin with
0: um uh, hold on hold on hold on
1: oh you're gonna read from a wiki
0: it had wiki, the original wiki. flag had eight colors, two more than today's version. It was designed by Gilbert Baker, an openly gay artist and activist. He had been commissioned to design a symbol for the LGBT community by his friend Harvey Milk, the first openly gay elected official in California.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so that's where it started.
0: Yes. Uh, He drew his inspiration from the United States flag, which had celebrated its bicentennial in 1976, one of the greatest years in existence. I know. An actual rainbow, which displays the colors of the light spectrum in roughly the same sequence as the flag.
1: Wow. Thank you for that. We should have Knowledge Corner
0: as a a segment, (laughs) a new segment. Can
1: Can we get some Knowledge Corner music queued up for that? got to be something brand new.
0: Oh, so then after the successful debut, Baker removed two colors from the design to make it easier to mass produce the flag, dropping pink and turquoise and setting and setting with the current six hue configuration. Mm-hmm. So then it was added back in.
1: As much as we joke about me being a gay man, which, you know, uh
0: hasn't been disproven. I
1: know. I'm st- I'd like to see the paperwork that would. Me too. You know, I grew up in theater. I grew up like the majority of the people in my closest circle have always been the gay men or the misfits, because mm. I'm just—that's I've, I've, where I feel my most comfortable. I just always have. If I were a guy, 100% gay. Sure. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I love the D. Oh! That's uh, <laughs> what scream then.
0: <laughs> Open up the door.
1: Aaron loves the dick. Where's the ice cream truck? Sorry, kids. Oh, I didn't know
0: the trampoline was full. Sorry, sorry. I still do.
1: I didn't know you guys were having a pool party next door. Oh,
0: sorry, Father Phelanigan.
1: But I do love the dick. Okay. (laughs) Have a good Saturday, everybody. (laughs) I, I mean, that part of it, that, the part of it that I don't, I will never understand. You can be an ally and you can be empathetic all you want, but you'll never understand what it's like to stifle a huge part of yourself. So substantially as many of my friends did because of the generation that they grew up in Mm -hmm. or the location or whatever to feel like you're not allowed to fully be yourself and that's wrong or weird somehow. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten into conversations like this with family members who are older, God help you, uh, about that. They're like, I don't understand how people can be gay or whatever. And I'm like, at what point in your life, you're a straight person. Do you ever remember consciously saying to yourself, I'm going to decide to be straight? Because they think there's older people in the world who just think that gay is a decision. Correct. A choice that you make. Mm -hmm. And that's when I always say to them, oh, when was the time that you chose to be straight? Mm -hmm. What age did you say to yourself, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I prefer. This is the direction I'm going to walk in. It's really that simple. And then you can't argue it. It's like... Yeah, you never made a decision. You never made a conscious decision to be like, you know what, I'm going to be with guys for the rest of my life. Is this going to be a very special blossom?
0: No, it's just, it's very, uh, I've, I've, I know a lot of people that, you know, it's very easy for people to say it's a choice. Oh, yeah. And um, because it's a lot of those people that don't have those same, the deep conversations within their own family that know how to communicate effectively, uh, whether the child is, Gay, bisexual, transgendered, or anything. Or if they're having a difficult time being bullied for being overweight. Or if they're having a difficult time because they don't know how to read properly. Or any any of that. It's the, it's that generation of people that, you know, let's just keep up appearances and let's just... Status know. quo. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't upset me. I think my mother is the same way. Yeah. Where she...
1: Don't want to ruffle any feathers is such a dangerous... Way to live your life. It really is. It re- well, has a reverberative not, you know, effect.
0: It's dangerous. It's dangerous if you're raising children because whatever you're dealing with, you're passing that on. Your anxiety is now being passed to your children. Mm-hmm. So if you feel if you don't like you know attention on yourself, you raise your children to not have attention put on them. Yeah. If you um, anything that's out of line and anything that isn't the typical. You know, uh, girls play with pink toys. Boys play with blue toys. Mm-hmm. You know, girls play with Barbies. Boys play with trucks. Um,
1: that you, anxiety is <clears> passed <throat> from generation to generation, and they don't. That doesn't show up on a twenty-three in Me. No, <laughs> it <laughs> should. It's like, oh, you're fifty percent Scottish, forty percent Irish, three percent Chippewa, and the rest is anxiety. Right,
0: and the one uh, percent Chihuahua
1: social anxiety. Right. Mm. They
0: just also, it's um, it's such like an easy out for all these fucking people that say um it's it's a choice if you're strong enough it's such like it's like a it's like locker room talk if you're a real man you could overcome this
1: oh god you
0: know, like but it's never like it, it's never let's get to the root of what this is because they don't want to admit that there are things like this but
1: what if it was ever flipped around you know like in a black mirror episode kind of way where Homosexuality was the norm, and heterosexuality was the deviant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, can you imagine that flip? Like, it, like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Yes, I, yes here I can. Because when you go to Fire Island,
0: and then you have straight people come to Fire Island, and or when I used to work at therapy,
1: would they um, shade straight people?
0: No, it's just, you know, we had a manager, Chad Ryan, who was really great. (laughs) We're calling out names. He was really great because a lot, you know, there was a time where like every girl all of a sudden wanted to come to a gay bar to celebrate because we're a lot of fun. We play great music. We all look fucking fantastic.
1: And it's a safe room.
0: And it's a safe, and no one's going to hit on you. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you come in and then you kind of, you take an inch and then run 24 miles. And
1: then it's the zoo.
0: So you bring your bachelorette party and you're bringing all the stuff and we're not able to get married yet. And you're bringing in your bride and bride to be shit. And it's like, you are in the wrong fucking house. You are a guest here.
1: Respect We don't have any
0: rights to do any of this. I can't. I was told I should never hold someone's hand in public. I was told why would I want to? Um, why do I have to act gay? This is my friend, not my husband. Um, why do I have to tell anybody?
1: Oh my god!
0: And these are the things that you overcome your entire life. Mm-hmm. And when it, it's just easier just to not talk about these things because they no one no one will ever understand. You know, as as wonderful as we have you know allies and are you know a lot of us have our gay or, you know, our our girl gay best friends, they don't understand, unless they're a lesbian, what you've been doing. Like, Mm -hmm. you are put on, you are raised, you know, if you're in grade school or whatever, and you know that you're a little different, and then you're told that you're different, and to suppress that, that, can you imagine, that's like giving... (laughs) The pressure of a, a first grader who not only has to learn how to read, write, and socialize, but now has to negate this entire self that he has,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and for however long he can sustain that, and some can, and some can't, and some I know. kill themselves, and some just fall apart, and they people just don't want to see it. They don't understand. They would rather sacrifice um, their child or the difficult conversation. Then you know, like, uh, you know, then telling their neighbors, "Yeah, this is my kid. I stand with my kid today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you people do in your house." And that's the funny thing. Everyone's everyone thinks something differently. That you know, like everyone is perfect or whatever. When we all have a story. Oh, behind us.
1: absolutely! In so, fact, the more on the surface perfect you look, the more Instagram worthy you look. The mm-hmm. more I I look at you side eyed, correct, and be like, "What the?" He definitely has bodies in his basement. Mm-hmm. And He's keeping a girl per- taped yeah. up somewhere. And
0: the more that's perpetuated, the more they can't even show the crack. You know, like the the guys and the girls oh, that, that show like the perfect. And then the one Instagram out of their 5,000 feed, they show, well, this is what I really look like. And you're like, more of that, please. Because now I'm conditioned to kill myself to look like you when absolutely. that's not even you.
1: Oh, I think it's made so, so much worse. I mean- it's weird because there is more visibility now, but in the same time, you have way more social media crap and the pressure to keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. So it's the and same you can be outed that way too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like Perez Perez Hilton, who liked to out everybody, but now he's <gasps> a, like he's such an ally, and it's like oh,
1: go to hell.
0: I had a friend who befriended Perez Hilton, and he's like, "Do you want to hang out with Perez Hilton tonight?" And I said, "No, not really." And he's like, no, he's a really cool guy, and he's got kids now, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, but he, like, viciously attacked people for no reason. Of
1: course he did. He, uh, but the reason was money. The more right. clicks.
0: And he knows that, but it's like there, are, you know,
1: you can't suddenly walk it back and be like, no, 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 but I'm your friend now.
0: Right. No, I've I've crossed the bridge and beg for forgiveness. Okay, great. You weren't an alcoholic or an abuser. You uh, were a fame sucker. Yeah, that's what you wanted. So uh-huh. this is this is your and this bear is what now. you get, yeah. Right.
1: Wow, on a very so special pride. blossom. <laughs> so, that's Pride. Yeah. so um, happy Pride, everybody. Uh, so this year, Pride is off the chain. I Everybody's faxed, so. waxed, ready to climax. <laughs> They're in the streets.
0: <laughs> but just, I think this Pride, it's like again, we've been, we've all been shuttered up, and it's like, oh, to see everybody out in the streets and let's
1: just celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see friends again too, which it mm-hmm. just feels like things are opening back up in New York, yeah. people are around. I'm excited. And
0: Pride is great. I mean, it's it, especially in our neighborhood because we all most of the businesses, you know, cater to us. Anyway, they are part of yeah. part of the community and um, you know, it's nice to know the authentic ally. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as opposed to the, you know,
1: Instagram ally. Uh-huh. What does this look like online? Right. And it's nice. Um, I Whoa, I went to Fire Island the day after Pride had just ended. It was like the final hurrah. This was a few years ago. And I was like, oh. Soon as we rolled in, I'm like, it's gonna look like the beach at Normandy.
0: It's, it's just bodies. It's, it's like the day after World War II <laughs> ended, and the ticker tape parade and we're in uh, Times Square.
1: That's not a submarine. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. Um, I was like, don't is bring it, a blacklight, Francis. It's it snowing. Close your mouth, Erin. Close your mouth. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I just got off the ferry. I'm pregnant. i you happy? Nine
0: months. It took nine minutes.
1: <laughs> that Fire Island Pride is gonna be.
0: Bonkers this year. God, I wish I could go.
1: Hey, I can. Maybe I can. Maybe you can. I'm vaxxed, waxed, ready to relax. So let's you, do it. You got
0: to relax into it. You got to relax into it. So relax. Why don't get you, to you it.
1: kick us off? This is your time. Give me an article.
0: <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll. Maybe you got to lighten this. We got to lighten your load. Okay. This is from the North County Times, Oceanside, California. IA. Thursday, September 26, 1996. She's a little highlighted in this picture. Uh Dear Abby, I'm hoping that you'll be able to answer a question that has been bothering me for years. What is a gay lifestyle? I'm a 40-year-old gay male and don't have a clue as to what a gay lifestyle is. My life partner, David, and I have been together 15 years and have jointly adopted three special needs children. We live in the suburbs in a middle-class neighborhood at the end of a cul-de-sac. Like most of our gay and lesbian friends, we don't smoke, drink alcohol, or go to bars. Our children go to public schools with the rest of the children in the neighborhood. Once a friend told me what he thought was a gay lifestyle, but by the sound of it, he was describing a singles lifestyle, gay or straight. Is that what some people mean that that is? It's a gay lifestyle synonymous with a single lifestyle? If there is such a thing as a gay lifestyle, doesn't that automatically mean that there is a heterosexual lifestyle? And if it's true, what is a heterosexual... Heterosexual. You lifestyle. can't even say it. It's disgusting. As
1: an ally, I'm offended.
0: <laughs> I've sincerely been asking people, and no one has been able to answer me. Signed, Michael Serkin Poole, Bellevue, Washington.
1: Whoa, that's specific. Yes,
0: dear Michael. <laughs> fair questions. And Mark and Eric Marx's informative book, "Is It a Choice?" for <gasps> San Francisco. He answers this way. After watching countless news reports and occasional documentaries over the years about gay people, gay men mostly, the most popular image of gay life that has been seared into the minds of most Americans, is the urban, single, nightlife led by some gay men, and plenty of straight people as well, during the 1970s. As hard as it might be to believe, there is no such thing as a gay lifestyle, just as there is no such thing as a heterosexual lifestyle. Gay and lesbian people, like heterosexual people, live in a variety of ways, from poor to middle class to nouveau riche, from urban to rural.
1: Let's go to Twilight! Twilight!
0: (laughs) I think it's true. I think it's true. When people say, oh, you're living a gay lifestyle, it's like.
1: Define gay lifestyle. They just mean that,
0: okay, we're out drinking, being like effeminate and fucking everybody. Well, okay. So on the flip side, so some asshole going to some super straight bars just there fucking some girl burping beer in her mouth
1: ew in her mouth
0: and then <laughs> doing it 50 other times later that week yeah what's the difference
1: a gay lifestyle is a fabulous lifestyle i'm sorry but any any it's just a lifestyle it's just life
0: that's it's not a lifestyle
1: uh, like, well i mean i don't know if i can talk about this. why not it's like jimmy you're you're the guy who you're a fan of, uh, he has two moms. He has lesbian moms, and they live in rural, like a rural backwoods southern area of Florida, and they, like, have a farm, and they Mm -hmm. just tend to farm. Like, what looks like on the surface just the most mundane rural life is your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. But we are given, I mean— I think recently TV has started to shift the narrative a little bit and make it a little bit more this is just average, this is just normal. Mm-hmm. But before that, T V is like Jim J. Bullock, everybody it's over the top, you're mm-hmm. you know, screaming queens, you're getting
0: hammered. Well, the other reason why they show that is because it's also the most interesting. You know, it's the most interesting thing to show. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna just show like a gay mailman, it's really not that unless he's like, <laughs> Yes, Mary. Oh my god. First class all the way. I'm gonna put it in your box. I'm you gonna put it in your box. It's
1: way more funny. I mean, if you we were actually following the real gay lifestyle of most of my married friends, it's like It's totally like Yeah, making pancakes on a Monday morning. Yeah. It's like, Wow, this is not yeah. good TV.
0: Yeah. The postman's like, Here's your mail. At Have all? a great day. Um, whatever
1: my whatever my mother's been re- watching lately. Now, oh, you know how like whatever you watch curates like if you like this, then you're gonna like this. She's getting all gay suggestions, so it's happening. <laughs> my mother's slowly becoming a lesbian in I her like old
0: that. age. Well, you're down. I
1: don't know. I watched the L Word, and then all of a sudden they gave me these other suggestions. So. <laughs> I just kept clicking, yeah, yeah. I just
0: kept taking the suggestions next door to Martha's house. They
1: kept asking me to smash that subscribe button. And I said, okay, sticky nut juice, smash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah! All right, let me give you an article. Speaking of parade, I'm going to give you a little parade article.
0: When the parade,
1: parade <laughs> <passes by. laughs> Nothing's gayer than a parade. All right, this comes from the Sedalia Democrat, Sedalia, Missouri. This is a first for this one. Vidalia? Vidalia Onion, Missouri, October 9th, 1973. Viewer describes gay pride parade. Dear Ann Landers, there seems to be quite a heated argument between Ann Landers, who says homosexuals are sick, and certain psychiatrists and gays who say they are not sick. Your opponents say you are ill-informed, stupid, or nuts. Anyone who witnessed the gay pride—actually, par- this gets funny Anyone who witnessed the gay pride parade from Belmont Harbor to Lincoln Park in Chicago has Hello. got to go with you, Anne. In my life, I never saw anything to top it. Over fifteen hundred gays came out of the closet to march with their brothers and sisters. Some of the costumes were out of this world: sequins, feathers, tights, black leather coats, whips, and chains. The wigs were gorgeous and the makeup was fabulous. One fellow, I think, had a live snake wrapped around his neck. <laughs> there was much cheering and singing, two, four, six, eight, is your husband really straight? <laughs> <laughs> I, told him he he like, I don't know if this is bad or good. I can't tell if he likes it or doesn't. <laughs> there was also good news from the first gay minister of the United Church of Christ. 62 gay ministers, he announced, have decided to step forward and declare themselves. No more hiding. They are gay and proud of it. If those people are normal and healthy, then I want to be sick. Sign me, (laughs) freaked out. During this whole thing, I thought he was like pro this gay pride parade, and then it flipped right at the end. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You were saying the wigs were fabulous. You were saying the outfits were awesome. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. This This bitch. Dear Freaked, I hope you don't think all homosexuals look and act like that. What you describe sounds like the lunatic fringe. Many homosexuals are dignified, soft-spoken people. They do not wear high heels or wigs. The only real difference between them and us is that they prefer, as sex partners, member of their own gender. Thanks for the report. it! Hmm. This is so confusing. The whole thing... For the record, I'm using that chant for the rest of my days. Especially when it comes to Jules. I mean. Two, four, six, eight. Is my Jules really straight? No, no, no. You ugly. What? What? <laughs> wow. So, it's a really good share. I know it I, 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 I don't kind know. of just took it and ran with no, it. No, I heard.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you should. I
1: was like, do you people like this? Do you not like this? I don't understand what's happening. And frankly, the great... I haven't been to the gay pride parade in years. I think I want to do it this year. I want to go... And be with the masses.
0: Well, again, there was probably going to be two. There's probably the corporate one.
1: Corporate gay pride. I don't want to do that. And then
0: there's the one which is the resistance pride, (gasps) which goes uptown, not downtown.
1: Is this true? When does this happen?
0: Well, it happens every year, but the only one parade gets special notice.
1: I've never known the resistance pride. I've been in this world for so long.
0: Well, because the pride is a revolt. You know, you're pushing against yeah the revolution this is not until
1: about. it's sponsored by Coca-cola right. it's not <laughs> about like
0: keels and you know, mm-hmm. Pepsi and all this. You know, Capital One
1: and Two Exist underwear. Yeah, <laughs> and Tag, Tag that store in the in the in Hell's Kitchen tag. that is abnormal. A clothing store in Hell's Kitchen that is open at three in the morning and turns into a rave.
0: <laughs> that fucking store. <laughs> I love that went store from like, so much. Like we'd go in. I'm like, wow, four hundred dollars jeans. That's amazing. That's like in this neighborhood. And then like the next year, it's like. Is that an old Navy shirt with the sleeves cut off for nine cents? I don't understand. You're why just... is it? Op- it's not open during the day, but it's open at midnight I know. 3 I was like,
1: m. "Why is Tag open at two thirty in the morning?" Like, and it's... why does it look like the biggest party in town?
0: Tag is like your fucking like thirty-five plus year old hangover. It's just not it ready. It's, it's just not, <laughs> not ready at yeah. all. And say. you're
1: not ready for it. And every mannequin <laughs> in the window, you're like, I think. I just got Me Too'd. Like, yeah. I'm getting sexually harassed yeah, by like, your window. I think I,
0: I think I just tried meth by opening up the door. Oh, I, I think know.
1: I just poked my eye Holy out. Shit. Oh, shit. Yes. yes totally.
0: It just literally went like, it went from like highbrow to lowbrow really quickly. Yeah. Like, all like the- the the.
1: And then it eventually just became a boxers.
0: And then it just like trash.
1: Is it gone now?
0: Oh, yeah. There's... Tag's
1: gone. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, tag.
0: RIP tag. RIP tag. Tag 2Gs. Hit me with another article. Tag me. This is from the Bennington Banner, Bennington, Vermont.
1: Oh, bougie. January 21st, 1992. Oh, the 90s.
0: When you announced to Neil's aunt that Neil's becoming gay was a combination of nature and nurture, it took my breath away. Where was your usual sensitivity and intelligence? Parents of gays and lesbians have heard this nonsense all of their lives. So when they learn that they have a homosexual child, they agonize over their role, perceiving it as a family tragedy. My second son is gay. Never during my pregnancy did I ever pray for a daughter, nor did I foster gayness with little girl activities or inappropriate clothing or behavior during his childhood. He is gay because God made him that way. My husband and I first felt confused, felt confusion and guilt when our son came out to us, but with the help of other parents of homosexuals, we came to understand that our son's sexual orientation is normal. It is our culture's fear and hatred that are perverted. Abby, please read, please remind your, your readers that the Federation of Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, a group of loving, supportive parents who can help anyone who's troubled about a family member's homosexuality. There are PFLAG chapters all over the country and meetings are free. You may use my name, Rita Buckley, Newbury, California.
1: Yeah, Rita.
0: Dear Rita, I have always believed that one's sexuality is not a matter of choice, that homosexuals, like heterosexuals, are born that way. I apologize for my lapse in judgment in buying that nature-nurture theory. I knew better, and I'm profoundly contrite.
1: Okay. Okay, Abby. Good catch. Good catch. Uh, That just, when you said Piflag, it reminded me of the movie Reality Bites. Remember that when the guy... Steve, what's-his-name, comes out, and um, he acts it out with Janine Garofalo before. Like, they, they practice how he's going to come out to his parents. And, and she's like, what is PFLAG? Oh, I can I join PFLAG? I just have such a memory of that. It's so weird. That Do you think that there's ever going to be a point – in, like, maybe the next generation, because it takes some generations for things to wash out. Well, Do you yeah. think people are ever going to, are always going to have to come out? Is there always going to have to be a moment where you tell? Like, again, it goes back to, I don't remember ever sitting my parents down and being like, I'm sorry, I'm straight.
0: I think Does there, there always
1: have to be this moment of coming out?
0: I think there is a... um I don't think there has to be like, I don't think it has to be profound. I, I would hope that it doesn't have to be profound in future generations. Mm-hmm. It just is, you know, Yeah. that you're just, I have a crush on somebody. Who? Uh,
1: Paul. This guy. Yeah. yeah,
0: Paul from my classroom. Oh, tell me about that. And it can and be okay.
1: that matter of fact. I remember mm-hmm. Raj, my friend Raj, telling his mother, who is just this, sassy long island gal so accepting of him always and encouraging of him and when he came out to her it was like such a he he built it up so much and he was just like "Ah, i'm gay and she was like oh boy i know it (laughs) that was it and maybe can it just be that for everybody but it's it's not and that's so crazy to me it's not did you have a moment where you came out To your mother, or and I don't believe you came out to your father. Am I right, or do you not want to talk about that?
0: I did not come out to my dad. I almost did. There was a conscious choice not to. So, this will be two minutes of intense drama. Okay, all right. We were all. We need
1: to have some intense drama on this topic. There
0: was so my dad was uh, dying, and we all had were all summoned to the hospital. I think this happened three times where we all had to be summoned because this is going to be it. So this was one of the first. So we all get there. And um, I believe it was my brother saying um, to everybody, if you have anything to say, I think you should um, go in there. We're going to give everybody five minutes alone with him. Whatever you have to do, do it then. Before everyone kind of gets these minutes, I am there with my dad. And um, my dad had these big hands and he has a Notre Dame ring, which is enormous, and he has this ring, which is my clotter ring, which is uh, I used to have my own. Um, but when my dad passed away, my brothers got the more important rings and I have this one. Because really, you should be given a clotter ring, you shouldn't buy it on your own. A little bit of trivia.
1: Oh. As an Irish girl, why don't I know that? I don't know.
0: I, I think all these little things change. Anyway, so um I was on the side of his bed and I um I think like the day before he told me that he loved me through his uh, oxygen mask and the next day we were in and I didn't really know what to say. It was very conflicted because I I knew that I was gay and I was so uncomfortable and it was so hot mm-hmm. um that I sat there next to his bed and I put his hand on my head and it was like I was trying to whisper it or telepathically tell him so I didn't have to say it out loud. Also because I didn't want to say it and then had like that very dramatic moment where the all the alarms go off in the room and then I killed him. Oh
1: my god. That was a very real I'm thing. I was thinking it right before you said it. I said, if you did that and he flatlined, I would have been like, "Oh I shit!" I didn't want to do that. I'm
0: like, I can't. I don't. I don't remember what my my slot was. I didn't know if I was the first one. Or <laughs> like I couldn't slot. have killed him before everybody else had a chance to say whatever.
1: Oh my god!
0: But it was definitely one of the. I but I <laughs> I sat there and I just remember thinking, I'm like, I you know, I don't really know. Like you know, everyone's like, oh, you talk to someone when they're you know they're comatose or whatever. I don't. I, it feels weird. Like when I go to a cemetery, I don't really speak out loud oh, no, no. also yeah. it looks like I'm a crazy person I'm talking to a slab of stone. Um we're we're
1: quiet communicators with right. so that so I,
0: I really thought that whatever spirit world or whatever that as I was sitting there and It's very I was 21, 22. And our relationship was very complicated. And um, I hadn't really come into myself yet. I knew that this was, I knew that this is who I was. I knew that I was running out of time. (sighs) But I couldn't do it on their schedule because it wasn't my schedule. And whatever I was going to say then, I wouldn't be able to discuss. I'd only be able to say it. And then possibly kill him, you know, like that's not a thing. So I just sat there and I said, you know, I was literally just thinking, I'm like, I love you so much. Um, uh, Look after mom. This is all me just like in my brain and I'm gay. And I took his hand off my head and I laughed. But I've never said it to him. My mom, on the other hand, I think I've said it maybe a hundred times because she didn't believe me. And that was like probably two years later. And that was a very long process. That my mom also told me that I shouldn't tell people. I didn't have to tell people. Um, she would tell people that um, I just haven't found the right girl, which is true. Um, I just never did because I wasn't looking for one. Uh, <laughs> She's <and> still I, <laughs> out there. She's still like, out there. Well, I don't know. Um, I think her name was Whitney Houston and she passed away. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but
1: Mariah Carey's still rolling she, out there, just still, waiting.
0: Why do you say Mariah Carey and rolling? That's not so even funny. Sorry. She's worked her ass so off sorry. to get back she's into toning that black. Up. I understand.
1: Dress. I understand. <laughs> I don't want to trigger you anymore. We're very emotional. Everybody's very upset right now. Everybody's eyes are watering.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, so my mom, it took a long time, and it still takes a long time, because I think my mom is very insecure about me being gay.
1: And did she come to your wedding?
0: She did come to my wedding. But it's also, the wedding was on my turf. The wedding was here in New York. She was a minority in in the group. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, she still introduces Marcus sometimes as my friend.
1: Uh, that's what I was gonna ask because somebody but said 89 that But she's eighty nine years old.
0: I have to give some leeway, yeah. although I've been gay for a very long time now.
1: <laughs> what do you now? When you say, you had to keep telling her, my you... Before you said she didn't believe it, I Mm. I really thought you were going to say you had to keep telling her because she, like, didn't hear it. (laughs) Like, like, she was deaf.
0: (laughs) Well, when I first, I didn't really know. I didn't know. I didn't have a circle of anybody to tell me, like, here's what you should say. Here's what you shouldn't say. Um, uh, I remember telling my, I think I told my brother and my sister-in-law. I want to say I told them first. Um, and I think my sister Carrie, um, I told them first, my sister-in-law, like, clapped and was so happy Aww. Um, because she's maybe one of the best, brightest things in our families, my sister-in-law Barb. Um, and uh, they're like, well, you're going to have to tell mom. So I, I told mom and it was, we were in Wisconsin. I waited till everybody left because I didn't want to. I mean, here's an older woman. She, she just lost the love of her life. Um, yeah. She's, you know. It's it's complicated. Also, it's complicated to watch someone's life change so drastically. Um,
1: Meaning your father's or your mother's? My mother's. I mean, okay. it,
0: we went from like a very hustle and bustle house mm-hmm. to people calling and coming over, especially when your dad is sick. People are constantly checking in.
1: Oh, and there's yeah.
0: a significant drop off, which, if you um, if you're in that environment to watch it, it's very sad. Yeah. It's almost sadder than losing someone because you're watching someone live their life now eighty percent quieter than it was before, yeah, so all the people that said, "I'm here for you whenever you need me, they're not there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Luckily, she had some really good friends that, you know, would check in on her and But it's different. So her life changed. So now I'm going to change her life even more by, you know, she didn't want to be a widow and she doesn't want to be alone. And, um, and now I'm going to say, well, uh, I was like, mom, I I just want to tell you something. And, um, I think my mom was like 70. So my mom at this point, I think was 72, 70 or 70.
1: So you said this was a couple years after he died.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I said, I just want to tell you something. Um And I just want to let you know that I love you very much. And I hope that what I want to tell you doesn't change that. Um And um, if it does, that's not my intention. And if you don't want me around, I'll understand. And if you don't want me around, my nieces and nephews, I'll understand that too.
1: Oh my God.
0: But I can't do this anymore because it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about this my entire life. And I, um, I, I'm gay. I said, I haven't done anything. I haven't really acted on anything. I don't really know what to do, but I didn't want to continue not telling you. I've already not told um our dad. So and she was like, Why would I not love you? Oh Of course not. And it seemed like that conversation was great. Yeah. Until it had to happen like twelve more times. <laughs> twelve more times. And each time it got a little bit more like and now I'm like pissed. Because yeah. Like, yeah you're I getting don't know what angry. you didn't understand. Yeah. And she just also doesn't understand. It's a it's a process. It's like no, you don't. I'm not really acting out anything. This is just something that that I am. It's not like I'm like racing down to you know uh, the manhole and ready to you know explore. It was just you know I'm basically saying <clears throat> please just accept me the way that I am, mm-hmm. and whatever happens happens. Just like you know, it, this is what's so frustrating. Is it, it, you know straight people don't have to come out they don't have to suffer all these things and they don't harbor this for so long because you're thinking about that disappointment your entire life because mm-hmm. this is like the it's like the final round of any game show where you've got all this money and you could lose it right then you could lose everything in that moment you don't know whatever is about to come out of your mouth you don't know if what they will say but you're prepared i was prepared
1: you were prepared to be kicked out of her life. Yeah. Were you really prepared? Know. Do you really think?
0: No, I don't. I mean, I was, I don't, I didn't really, I didn't really know what to think. I, I just didn't. Also, again, I, I want to say that there wasn't so much, I I, I I couldn't believe that it was a surprise. Unless I was very good at hiding every my my playing with Barbie dolls, my Whitney Houston poster, which was, I think, about five feet tall in my bedroom, <laughs> my Dirty Dancing poster, my Beaches poster. I oh, mean- that's
1: that's that's I a bridge know. too far. I mean, come on.
0: It was huge. It was a huge poster.
1: Well, she probably had to buy it for you, right?
0: No, I bought it myself.
1: You went out there, you worked for that Beaches I poster. I saw it in the fucking theater. <laughs> and you- Did you actually get like the theater poster too? Because those are intense.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yes, it was uh, solid cardboard.
1: Wow. If you don't know your son is gay after he cuts the face out of Bette Midler so he can put his own face in there. Right.
0: I mean, if...
1: In the cardboard cutout. Yeah. it's. uh, Then I can't help you.
0: It's also, you just, you see what you want to see and you don't see what's in front of you. And I think that's part of what was happening.
1: I can't wrap my brain around that because I guarantee you if I had a kid... That kid's gay. <laughs> I would have, I would be disappointed if he came out as straight. To be, oh honest. god, oh Not god, dear. I wanted so much more for right. you, so- and now you're straight, and now you're just like everybody else. So, so there you go. Wow, I know that this is a very special blossom.
0: It's a very special blossom. I'm wearing the hat with the sunflower. I you.
1: don't even know. That, I don't think you told us that story before, because I don't think we've. The first year we weren't ready. We weren't ready to delve deep.
0: No, didn't even but know. Now you.
1: we're going in, kid.
0: Yeah. It's a very wow. It's a very I
1: would love to know. Here's a here's a thing for the listeners out there and our subscribers and all tens of twelves of you. Mm-hmm. Uh email us if you want to tell us your coming out story. Cause I want to know what how like what people's different experiences are. I would
0: were. absolutely love that. Or video. Or, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even better. Video, audio. Send us a clip of uh of of your coming out story. So, dear pod official, or if you your Insta, have a, your a your face. brother
0: or sister or niece or nephew
1: who if, came out to you, yeah. Nobody's come out to me, and I'm kind of disappointed. Maybe because it's me, <laughs> I'd be like, let me get the cake out. Uh, no. I mean, yeah. I, I I'm so I'm curious what people's coming out stories were. I've, you know, friends have told me, and I, I don't think that. I think that there's a small handful of people who have had like a really raucous good coming Mm. out story. All right, I have one more article. It's been been quite the episode. Feeling things today. We're feeling, we're all in. And I'm all in on this next article from the Wausau Daily Herald, Wausau, Wisconsin. March 23rd, 1977. Not as good as 76. No. Dear... (laughs) <laughs>
0: Ann Landers, I don't know. Is that it?
1: No, is that it? Hold on. Oh, there we go. There we go. It's always sometimes in the middle of the page. Here we go. This is um. This article is next to an ad for brick cheese.
0: Mm. And cheddar
1: bit slices, cottage cheese, and cinnamon rolls, all for sixty-nine Together? cents, all at once, and milk, God. milk. All right. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers. I'm a 20-year-old guy who is perfectly straight. I like to go to a gay bar in our neighborhood because the music is good and the people are very friendly. My dad sat me down last night and asked me if I was a switch hitter. I told him absolutely not. He said he was very relieved because he had heard I was a steady at this place. When I explained I liked the ambiance, he advised me to find my fun someplace else because everyone assumes that a guy who goes to a gay bar is gay. I think he's wrong. What's your opinion? Windsor, Ontario, reader. Dear Windsor, I'm sure some straights go to gay bars to rubberneck on occasion, but if you're a steady, you will certainly be taken for a gay. Your dad has a point. Birds of a feather flock together. You'll be taken for a gay.
0: You'll be taken by a gay.
1: Yeah. No, I think. What's your opinion <clears throat> on this?
0: Do a lot of straight
1: guys go to gay bars?
0: Some do. I think if you're, if you have gay friends.
1: If you're a genuine ally, uh, what difference does it make?
0: If you like good music.
1: But if you like to go to Cleo's for like the cheapest drinks ever, oh, rest in peace, Cleo's. Rest in peace, tag. (laughs) (laughs) There's the title of the episode. (laughs) That's T-A-double-G, tag. Tag me. The original tag me.
0: Don't fucking tag me. Look, I'm sorry,
1: but the ambiance is great. The music is always top notch.
0: I mean, and it's probably a lot more fun. I mean, there's... The, the, anytime I go to a straight bar, every guy likes to talk like they're on Fox TV. Oh. They're all up here! You know what I mean? Lucille Roberts! Who wants exercise <laughs> now? I do! <laughs> it's like, that's how everybody's seen. In my mind, that's what every straight... Every, like... Irish bar, every guy every is pub, like yeah. yelling as if they're in like, like a tiger costume.
1: Yeah, and there is not a square inch of that place that does not have a TV. Right. There are screens everywhere. You go to the bathroom, there's a screen. In the toilet, there's a yeah. screen. Like enough. Yes. How many sports are happening? Uh, sports! We should sit at this bar and talk sports about sports!
0: It's like, let me just scream everything to you with this megaphone, and if you disagree, I'm going to scream louder. Yeah. Whereas a gay bar, everyone's just kind of like everyone is. Seems like everyone is laughing and enjoying themselves and dancing and whatever. I'm not saying gay straight people are wrong, Jim. I'm saying I take him to so many gay
1: bars. Come on. Most bars I go to with Jules.
0: But again, then there's other straight bars in Hell's Kitchen that aren't like that. That are like like beer culture isn't really like that. It's a cool environment. But it's not like, you know. Mick whatever down the street where you're just like, this is, I'm going to get murdered in this bad
1: drunky feely place. I mean, there
0: are places where I've walked in. I'm like, this could be it. The older I get, the more I feel like I'm turning into um, Kathy Bates from fried green tomatoes, because I have 40 plus years of gay rage built up therapy, education, repression, all the stuff that now I kind of walk around. I'm, I throw anything at me. I, dare you. I dare you to call me a faggot I'm and ready think for that fight. I'm not going to go to your car. I think about this all the time. Open it up and drag you the fuck out and beat you in the middle of 49th Street because I will.
1: Is there any benefit Zero to flights. getting older than caring less about what the repercussions of a moment like that would ever be? I don't care anymore.
0: I don't care anymore. I
1: just don't. And it's a combination of you're getting older, you live in New York, and you're coming off a year and a half. Of the biggest, most intense, ridiculous bullshit you've ever experienced. Try me. Try me. Try me. Come at me. There is mm-hmm. nothing. It's funny that you said this because I had a, a sort of not a, like an email run-in with a guy, and I really thought, yeah, I'm done. I, mm-hmm. It's happened. I'm done with the. Bu- you should definitely. Is it? It's a kind bar, isn't it? nothing is louder than a kind bar wrapper seriously if you're gonna like rob a house don't break don't bring don't wear a windbreaker God, and so don't eat a kind bar
0: got so hungry. two of the loudest
1: things in the world I, I
0: think they're all sleeping
1: <laughs> <laughs> look I just look here's the thing guys we gotta get in and we gotta break into the safe and we gotta get out sure Paul why are you wearing a windbreaker okay all right you stay outside okay where well, the quiet ones are going in okay we're here we're here God, I'm feeling faint. I just, I need to just get some protein in my body before I go through this. I just need to get into the nutty chocolatey goodness that is a kind bar. It is a loud wrapper. Loud wrapper! Speaking of loud wrappers, <laughs> have we finally made the transition? I don't know. Well, on this very special episode of Blossom, it's time for... Do a really angry Instagram mail and let me feel all your rage. <gasps> Instagram, Instagram mail! Instagram
0: mail! You it's fucking time to you've read the Instagram! Hit me with mail, you you stupid fuck. cab, you stupid! I will fucking rip the pen out of your fucking stupid cab! I will rip you out of your cab, but I'm gonna place you it gently better be back good, in. Dickhead. And
1: put your seatbelt on, sir! I swear to Christ! I said good day! Try it! Wow, this is a real fun blossom! It's time for Instagram man. so if you haven't already, please hit us up on your vintage email, dearpartofficial at gmail.com. Get on your typewriter. Maybe send us a little smoke signal and reach out to us through DMs on uh, dearpartofficial on your Instagram. And remember to send a video, an audio, something, or even an email describing what your coming story was because this whole month is pride. It's not just this week. We are celebrating the geese. All the month. And then once June is over, we pack them all up and we put them all away. Over. We never talk about them it's again.
0: Back to treating them like Just like, like Black Shit. History
1: Month and Women's Why History Month. Why do you got to hold hands? It's time for Instagram mail. We have one Instagram mail question that we will attempt to answer with unsolicited advice. Hit me, Patty.
0: Dear Pod, this past year and a half has taught me that the weather has way too much effect on my mood. It's gone beyond seasonal depression. If the sun doesn't shine, I don't want to do anything but eat, drink, and cry. Aside from moving to LA, where the weather is always fine, any suggestions on how to battle the bad weather blues? Signed. Here comes the rain again, falling, falling on, on my, my head, head like, like a nobody.
1: Nobody knows the actual
0: words. <laughs> is it raining? With you? Falling, falling on my head like
1: the and what was what I used to sing? Falling on my head like the U.S. ocean.
0: Isn't it like a new emotion? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like the US But Ocean. I was
1: like nine, yeah. so... I don't know. It was I was like, it makes total sense to yeah. me, U.S. Ocean.
0: Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Dear Rainigan, When the clouds gather and the sun is in the witness protection program, I do what I can to get that D. Oh! Vitamin D, that is. I always carry a general electric Tahitian sun lamp wherever I go. A simple 20 minutes with my face under the lamp, I can stop prank calling my sister in the middle of the night. Trust me. I'd rather be electrocuted by that lamp than move to LA and suffer through those idiotic conversations about wheatgrass and crystal miracles and trying to figure out who hasn't been surgically enhanced on who while I'm speaking to them. Seems like everyone from the bellhop to the sanitation worker to the paperboy all seem to have been on the same episode of Botched. LA seems great in movies, but in reality, it's all filler. What I do enjoy is a quick trip to Miami when my tanning lamp just doesn't cut the mustard. A few days in the Sunshine State are wonderful. Unless, of course, you end up in hurricane season. But one thing I found out during Hurricane Andrew is that my hair stands tall like Lady Liberty, mm. and nothing's gonna dampen that, do. Yes, seasonal depression is real. And when I feel it creep in, I start my three step plan. Number one, I turn on all the lights in my penthouse except during lovemaking, because only a sadomasochist leaves the lights on when you're huffing and puffing like a teenager in a 56 Coupe de Ville. Oh. Number two, get moving, pop in the Jane Fonda and stretch, reach, and thrust. Breaking a sweat always perks me up, and jumping jacks, always do that. Quick tip, though, take your pearls off first. Trust me on that one. And number three, listen, we made it through a pandemic, Tiger King, masks on masks, an election right out of hell, this season's Handmaid's Tale, and everyone baking banana bread and tweeting about it. Take a good long look in the mirror and slap yourself in the face with your left hand. You're lucky you're here. Cheer up, buttercup.
1: Abby mask for
0: mask mask for mask mask for mask happy pride. everybody pride.
1: happy pride uh this is a very hot button issue for me because you know well, I actually have one of those lamps I have a, a mood lamp that you're Ooh. supposed to sit in front of and get that vibe, get that sweet sweet D huh. I, and then I I sat in front of it like I tried it for about a week and I was like this is stupid this is so it's so sad that it has come to I live in a place where I have to put my face Two feet away from a lamp to feel like a human being again.
0: There is something to be said about uh, color therapy, though. Color light therapy.
1: What's that?
0: That's like when you put, like, a mask on your face and it, like, shows, like, different colors and it's supposed to, like.
1: How can I get that? Google it. Jeff Bezos send me a mask for mask. (laughs) color, light, mask this for masks. no therapy. fans, no
0: fats, no people under four feet tall, but I'm accepting <laughs> of everybody, I except for you. when someone's putting inside me.
1: <laughs> Ew! Oh, wait, why did I ooh that? I don't know. I accept you.
0: Thanks. Thank you. Yes,
1: thank you. Uh-huh. <gasps> Dear Annie Lennox, Lord, I feel you. <laughs> when the sun is shining, I'm energized, happy, full of life, bouncing on rainbows, chasing ice cream trucks. The second the sun disappears from the sky, I question whether or not there is a god. I retreat into a cave, and I start to look like a creature from the descent. Seasonal depression is like the Ross Geller of mood disorders, always bringing the room down. Never underestimate the power of weather on your well-being. It's been well documented. I'm convinced Game of Thrones was actually a show about people with seasonal depression. The saddest white people talking about winter like it was a serial killer. Here's a little game I like to play. And those listening at home, ooh, you can play along, too. It's a game called seasonal depression or the crippling chronic depression of a year and a half lost to a pandemic. It's so fun on a rainy day. It's where you look yourself in the mirror and say, is this existential dread or overcast skies? And then you drink until the sun comes out. And then when it's sunny, you drink outside to celebrate the good weather. It's a delirious seesaw of alcoholic fun that will leave you wanting to call a therapist, which is what I recommend. This may take more fixing than a light box and a hug. Call a therapist and get some good drugs. Are you sad because of the rain? Or sad because you're just aware of what's going on outside? I could tell you to take vitamin C, stick to a schedule, take a vacation, go for a walk, get some exercise, and all that other Coachella bullshit. (laughs) But if you pull the hood of seasonal depression off like a Scooby-Doo reveal and find, This is regular depression. You may need something with a little more <laughs> oomph. Good luck, you sorry son of a bitch, and happy drugging. Hey, uh, <laughs> what, what, Scooby? <laughs> hey, saggy, I'm no, sad right? all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a talking dog. It's sunny and now I'm sad again. No, it couldn't be. I'm the smartest one in the van. I lost my job. Who oh, got him? It's the kite.
1: <laughs> Why does Scooby talk like that? I don't know. It's crazy to me. Wasn't that Casey Kasem? No, so he was Shaggy. Yeah, he's Sco-
0: Shaggy. Oh no, Shaggy. Shaggy's oh, the stone.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I thought Scoob. Casey Kasem was.
0: Scooby was no, no. Shaggy. Shaggy was uh, the voice
1: by Casey Kasem. Hey, Scoob. That's Casey Oh, Kasem. my God. Well, I
0: guess most people that are Don in Messick. Don Messick. Don Messick
1: was the original voice of Scooby-Doo from 1969 to 96. From 69 to 96. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I like that he transitioned through all these different generations, so depending on where he was. Like, what was he saying by 96? Peruse him!
0: <laughs> Choker necklaces, school, Funny <laughs> brains. Shaggy. Blah, meth and vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> what was he in the blah, 80s? It's no <laughs> Russian.
1: High-waisted
0: jeans.
1: <laughs> the 90s were rough. Cocaine. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm going
0: to go see a whole concert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see a whole concert. <laughs> wow, speaking of holes, this has been a real fun hole filling episode. And it
0: smells good too.
1: Oh, it does kind of, there's something minty happening. Your Looks hole like.
0: smells great. Jules' been in
1: the backyard again. Speak, the biggest gay bar in the world is our backyard, I gotta say. Thank you. Yes, it's time, time
0: for, for now.
1: This is a celebration. Let's make it light and fun.
0: A specialty cocktail, cocktail specialty cocktail. drink. Put cocktail. something in my mouth. Make cocktail. my mouth sing. Yeah. Is that meant or Do you have spicy juice? Whatever it show takes me how you cocktail. Have two of Jim's.
1: Put drink on. Show me how you cocktail. Mm,
0: mm. Let show me, me suck how it you down that. Mm. Let me take it down now uh, mm. Mm. Uh, uh. Fill up my throat now Well, mm. Z school That's kind of bleachy I mm. mean, shag mm. it's, it's time for to this egg. week's
1: specialty <laughs> Cocktail Which is the absolutely fabulous James Jules Ferris Has the rainbow flag out The show tune's playing And he's wearing his Liza Minnelli t-shirt Just another day in the life of a straight married man Married to me There you go and for this, you will need one and a half ounces of absolute vodka, two thirds of an ounce of lemon juice, one third of an ounce of simple syrup, and 15 basil leaves. What kind of witchcraft is this? (laughs) Go to the woods and bring me back 15 basil leaves and the semen of a righteous man because it's gay (laughs) pride. All right. (laughs) After we're like, you know, it's not about stereotypes, but this is funny. Gently muddle the basil leaves and the lemon juice in a shaker. Add simple syrup and vodka and top with ice, shake for 45 seconds, strain into a rocks glass filled with ice, and garnish with fresh, 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 fresh basil leaves. (laughs) All right. You need tasting notes, okay? Okay. Oh, well, it's like Mel Brooks said in the hit musical The Producers, keep it light, keep it bright, keep it gay. And today we are keeping it as gay as we possibly can with the absolutely fabulous, I have to say it like that. There's a lot of A's
0: in it. That's there. great.
1: A lot of A. You're in for a treat today because this drink is originally known as the Basil Smash. It was created by Jörg Meyer of the Lion and Hamburg in 2008 and won the best new cocktail that year at Tales of the Cocktail Spirited Awards. While the original recipe features gin, it goes just as well with vodka. Listen, my dears. You have a long month ahead of you celebrating, beaching, tanning, and just being fabulous. Remember, vodka is your best friend on your beach body waistline this summer. Truth. Pace yourselves. Be safe. Show your friends that you are the pride of your home bar by offering them this cocktail that truly lives up to the phrase, it's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone is invited. But you have to take your shirt off first.
0: You don't have to take your
1: clothes (gasps) clothes off. To have a a good good time. time. But it helps. Mm. Cheers, Queers. Oh, I like this. I like this. I like it a lot. This is quickly accelerating to the top of my favorites list here. Yes. This is because it's light, it's fruity. Just like you, Patty. (laughs) But it's the basil. Yeah.
0: Under the table.
1: I, I have to say. This is one of my favorite cocktails we've had because I, I am basil. a fan of vodka and basil and the lemon juice and, and the simple syrup, you have to have it. I'm, I'm not a big simple syrup fan, but you got to have it to cut the lemon.
0: No, this is good.
1: Because you get more lemon juice than you do simple syrup. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's well balanced. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for being gay. I'm gay. And I'm proud of me. My son is gay. For letting myself be in the room with you. Oh my god, you're gay! Gay
0: wild. (sighs) I hope.